loves me. Spend this Valentine's Day. He loves me not. With someone you love. He loves me. Someone you trust. He loves me not. And someone you know. He loves me. Won't try to kill you. Remember the kid everybody ignored on Valentine's Day? Loser. Well, he remembers you. God, we were so horrible to that kid. What do you think happened to him? Feel better? Yes, I do. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was eating my grape slush from Sonic. <laughs> Sonic Drive-In, America's best food. Trade, trademark infringement. <laughs> we are not sponsored <clears throat> by Sonic. Nope. Oh my God, but I think I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting a brain freeze for real. Mm. That's how you start a podcast. Oh, man. I was drinking that grape slush well, You could drink half of it in like four drinks. Oh, I started it when you started the trailer. And it's half gone. Oh. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And you know the spiel. I'm Johnny. And I'm the non-brain freeze Randy. Hey, it's going away. Is it? Yeah, it is. Good. Take another drink. <laughs> no. And we are so excited to be here with you today because on this episode, Randy is leading the entire episode. Mine for the year. Yeah, he does at least three or four years. One a year. So I, I, I did two last year. So I'm this. I, I've yeah, been, so I've this, been one at the beginning. No, 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 no. Here's how we do it you did one the first year, two the second year, and now the third season, you're doing three. No. Yeah. No. You do what I say, boy. Woo! <laughs> yes, I'm asking. Uh, but no, we're excited to be here. Uh, this week's episode is the 2001 horror slasher film, Valentine. This episode's coming out the Friday before Valentine's Day. Yes. Johnny, will you be my Valentine? Sure. No, you won't. Okay. <laughs> so that means you didn't mean it. No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> wow. Your wife would beat me, and then my wife would beat me. Right. And somehow you would become like you would get like unscathed out of the whole deal. And I don't know how. How do I, why am I always the one that ends up getting hit? Your looks. I'm sexy, ain't I? <laughs> Just glorious. Wow. Anyway. Nah. Nah. What's up? So uh to begin this, I know everybody's already like, really? These two dudes. Yeah, they don't right shut it off. They're not listening anymore. Yeah, they're like, this is ridiculous. Let's, do, yeah. let's count. Ceiling tiles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, this week's episode is Valentine, and on our last episode, we were talking about doing Valentine and Cupid. Yep. But um, Randy's not been able to find the Cupid movie that he wanted to review. Can't find it. 
And I had never seen Valentine, and he was like, you know what? Since we can't find Cupid, why don't you pick one? So uh, we are sorry if anybody wanted to hear the Cupid episode, but like I said, everyone that me and Randy looked up, Randy's like, no, that's not the right one. There was one from, I think, 2020. And there was a horror movie, Cupid, and it just looked really weird. I'd never heard of it before. Me neither. And I didn't want to do one that none of us has ever seen. So, when he asked me to pick, he's like, pick something. I don't know. There's got to be something around Valentine's. So, the only one I could think of is Bride of Chucky. Yeah. So, we're going to do Bride of Chucky we next are, week. We're going to do Bride of Chucky for the next episode. Yeah. So, I think everybody will dig that episode. That's a good movie. Yeah, it is. I like it. But uh, I was excited about this week's episode because I have not seen this movie. You were excited about this week's episode because I'm leading the podcast. Yes. That's the only reason. So We could have been doing the Humpty Dumpty Kills Little Red Riding Hood, and you would have been just as excited. Yes. So if, and after this episode, if you really enjoy Randy's commentary on this, uh, please leave us a review and let us know that you want to hear more of Randy, and we will make sure that happens. I will delete every comment. <laughs> <laughs> right. But anyway, uh, Randy, take the range, bud. This week's episode with Valentine is about five women are stalked by an unknown assailant while preparing for Valentine's Day. So short and sweet. Mm -hmm. So we got Valentine came out in 2001. 21 years ago. 21 years ago. It's based off a novel, so you could call him the writer is Tom Savage, and then there were other screenplay writers, and it's directed by Jamie Blanks. And the cast that we're looking at, there's actually some really familiar faces in this one, mm-hmm. and some actually like really popular ones. Right. You've got Denise Richards, which plays Paige Prescott. Mm-hmm. you got Marley Shelton, plays Kate Davies. Katherine Heigl plays Shelley Fisher, which mm-hmm. I've always thought Katherine Heigl was very, very good-looking woman. Mm-hmm. David Borinez, I guess that's how you say his last name. Bones plays Adam Carr. He is Bones from Bones. Is he actually Bones? No, he is Bones' assistant. I don't remember his name. Okay, I was thinking, I thought the woman's name. Yeah, was the Bones. woman's name was Bones, but he also played Angel in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yep. We have Jessica Capshaw plays Dorothy Wheeler. Jessica Caulfield plays Lily Voigt. We have a Daniel Cosgrove. He plays Campbell Morris. Every time I see that Jessica Caulfield, mm-hmm. I think of my name is Earl because she plays a mail order, uh, the Russian mail order bride or whatever. And they're like, hey, say moose and squirrel. She goes, moose and squirrel. And it's hilarious. <laughs> you got to see it. Go ahead. We got Joey Palmer plays a Jeremy Milton. Uh, he's the young Jeremy Milton. And then... Heidi Burris plays Ruthie Walker, and Johnny Whitworth plays Max Ramey. Ramey? He actually was in uh, Empire Records. Mm -hmm. So That's pretty much it. I mean, the other ones, we've got Adam Harrington plays Jason Marquette. You have uh, Detective Void, or Vaughn, is played by Volvio Cesaria. Sure, if you want to say it that way. That's pretty much it. The Creepy Neighbors, played by Claude Dahlmaw. And spoiler alert, this movie had freaking 18 different killers. It did not have 18 killers. Johnny guessed the killer 18 times, and he was right one. Twice. Once! It's like Scream, there's always two killers. Was there two killers, though? Yes. Are you sure? Yes! When we get to the end, I will explain the ending. 
Oh, okay. Oh, you're leading this podcast. You're going to lead it all the way up to the end. No, 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 no. So, what did you think about it? Without giving me your, your pulling scale. I can't. Why? I can't. I cannot tell you anything about it until the pulling scale. You make me tell stuff about it. <laughs> I know, but I can't do it because if I do, then you're going to be like, yeah, well, I know where this is going. Or, yeah, you know, so <laughs> I can't tell you right now. Tough. tough. No, go ahead. <laughs> nope, I ain't doing I ain't saying another word. I was expecting more. I'll put it that way. More. Yeah. You didn't like my movie, man? No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Don't, so. Hold don't up. cry. Don't cry. It's okay. All right. Well, if there's nothing, you're not going to say anything, then I guess we'll just get with the movie. I'm enjoying my grape slush, buddy. I know. That's all you're doing. <laughs> another brain freeze here in a second. I need you to take the reins. I gotta go poop. Right. <laughs> Be like, cut. Cut. All right, so our opening credits. It starts off, and it's running through a yearbook. And we get a bunch of different pictures of kids in yearbook pictures. Um, it's got stuff scribbled all over the pages. We've got, like, I love you, I love you more, and all that kind of stuff. And then it does flashes to this little Valentine's Day dance. Mm-hmm. You see all these kids dancing around, having fun, and this one little kid comes, or this one creepy, or not really creepy, but an awkward kid. Yeah. <clears throat> he's going around to all these different girls, and he's like, will you dance with me? And he's calling them out by name. He's like, Paige, will you dance with me? Katie, will you dance with me? And all of them's just shutting them down harsh. Man, they are too. They're, I mean, they're calling them creep, and they're calling them pervert. Loser. Loser, and, and all this kind of stuff. Well, he finally goes <coughs> up to this one girl sitting on the bleachers. And she and she's she's chubby. She's not, I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't call her fat. No. But she was, she was chubbier. Um, but he goes up to her, asks her if she wants to dance. And she's kind of hesitates at first. Mm-hmm. But he finally just kind of holds his hand out and kind of holds her hand. And she just kind of smiles and she holds his hand. Right. So you think they're going to go up and dance? Well, no. You get a shot and it pans over the dance floor. And then it pans underneath the bleachers. And they're underneath the bleachers making out. They're necking. They're necking. Necking yep. under the bleachers. So while they're doing their deed under the bleachers, you got this group of guys crawling up the bleachers, kind of looking in on them. <clears throat> well, then they call them out on it, and they call her Buffalo. Yeah, I didn't get that. Yeah, I guess it's because she's chubby. Um, They call her Buffalo, and I don't remember what they call him. Right. But then she pushes them away, and she's like, no, it's not like that. He it's attacked not like me. That. He attacked me. And she was like, is that true? Pervert attack Buffalo? And she was like, yeah. And you can see he looks at her and he's like, really? Yeah, because he, he even says, I didn't attack her. Right. And then you can see in her eyes, she instantly felt bad. Yeah. Because she's like, uh, she, she, it was almost like it's done out there. Might as well roll with it. Right. So they start poking fun at him. They pull him out of the dance floor. They rip his shirt off. And they take his pants they, off. They he's took in his, his pants underwear. Off. Yeah, they, they strip him down to his underwear. They throw him on the dance floor. Everybody's calling him a pervert. And what are they yelling? What's everybody chanting? Fight. Fight. fight everybody's fight. chanting fight. And the thing that kind of ends it is there's a kid that's wearing a Cupid mask. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of, that just kind of pans in on him while everybody else is going around. Well, what kills me is the boys went up to the bleachers. And they sat there for just a few mi- or seconds and watched them making out. Teenage boys are creepy, man. No, but I'm saying, but then she was like, well, he tagged me. It was like, yeah. clearly he didn't. Yeah, really. <clears throat> so it does that, fades out, and then we get a shot of it says 13 years later. 
and it pans over to this restaurant. So in the restaurant, it's this guy and this girl talking. The girl is uh, Catherine Heigl. Is actually her name is Shelley, and the guy is it's his Jason Marquette. Is this dude t- was creepy. <laughs> Johnny was like, if this is the guy that is supposed to be playing the dude from the beginning. Oh, I forgot to mention. At the very beginning, with the kid, you notice his nose bleed. Yes, and that's that's really important to remember. Yes, um, and I think it's after. Was it after they called him out for being a pervert? Yep, his nose starts to bleed just yep. out of nowhere. Nobody hit him or nothing like that. He just got a nosebleed. Right, just got to remember that. Anyway, so we're at the restaurant. Jason and Shelly's out on this date. Jason keeps referring to himself in the third person. He's talking like the Rock does. Yeah, He's, Jason believes that if. Him and Shelly get together, you know, it's, and he's just talking to, you know, and Shelly's like, she's had enough. Mm-hmm. She's like, this guy's done. She's even, in whatever sauce she's got on her plate, she's wrote out, help me, right. in her plate. So they're talking. She's fed up with it, and he was like, and where do you think it ends? <laughs> and she's like, uh, well, normally it ends with the check. She calls with <laughs> yeah. the check. She gives her uh, a card to somebody for them to pull her car around, and he's like, Really? He's trying to be slick, and he's got a big old uh, piece of broccoli or whatever in his teeth. Yeah. <clears throat> she calls him out on it, too, don't mm-hmm. she? So, she does that. She's kind of starting to blow him off, and he realizes she's blowing him off. Right. And uh, so, he gets to check, and he's like, whew, that's a big one. So, let's see. You had the <laughs> yeah. salmon. It starts naming off everything she had, and then naming off everything he had. This jerk is going to make her pay for her half. Right. And all he had was a... He said, I had the chicken, and I had a salad, and she's the one that had the salmon and uh-huh. other stuff. Yeah. And he's just being a real dirtbag. And and she knows it, so she pulls her purse house, and she's like, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> so then it shows him at the door. They're getting ready to leave, and he's like, well. She was like, yeah. And he was like, well, don't I even get a kiss? Yeah, because she stuck her hand out. And he's like, earlier, that's it? Yeah. So then she, she brushes him off again. She pretty much calls him a douchebag mm-hmm. without saying a douchebag. <clears throat> Tells him like she's going to nurse or she's going to medical school and she's not a therapist, but she recommends him get mental help. Yeah. And he was like, That's your opinion as she's young know, walking away. So he turns around and sees this other girl sitting at the bar and he's like, Hey. She turns around, looks at him, he's like, Jason likes your dress. <laughs> yeah, that's so stupid. And it just gives that creepy looking smile. It's just really weird. So then we pan over to a car driving up to what is, uh, it looks like a school, some kind of university mm-hmm. or something like that. At first I thought it was a house. Yeah, it's college. Yeah, but it's a, it's a, it's one of the old old school college looks, I guess. It's, yeah. To me it's almost like a, well, what, I would say like a night school. Yeah, yeah. So. A community college. Community college, there you go. <clears throat> so Shelly gets out, she goes in, and we get a shot of her in this, not really a laboratory, but it's almost like a coroner's office. Or a morgue. Or a morgue, yeah. And um, Shelly, she, she mentions before that she's got finals tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So she's she's in medical school. She's getting ready for finals. So she's actually working with a cadaver. So she's got it up. She's talking to him. She looks down, and his face is just kind of staring there, and she gets kind of creeped out, so she covers his face up. Yeah, because she's fixing to cut into his ab- abdomen. Yeah. So she's starting, you know, she's reading off her medical terms and stuff like that. And she's like, well, this is where we do the incision. And just about as she's getting ready to cut, she hears a noise. Yeah. It's like a crash out in the hallway. <coughs> so she, uh. She instantly does the the killer white girl thing. Yeah. Hello? Anybody there? Anybody there? 
So she's got her scalpel in her hand, and she's you know she hears this noise. So she comes up from around the guy, and walks to the door. She walks out into the hallway, and she gets to the corner, and she bumps into a guy, mm-hmm. somebody apparently that she goes to school with. <coughs> so they start talking a little bit, talking about finals, and he's like, "Oh, hey, good luck." So she goes and up against the locker, she finds a card. Yep. And she opens it. It's this red card. She opens it up. And inside, or in the, it's got a picture on the front of it. She opens it up on the inside. It says, my love grows for you as you bleed from your neck. Yep. And then she opens the card up, and it's one of those you kind of, like, move. Mm-hmm. And as she moves it, the picture shows a guy cutting a girl's throat and it bleeding. Yeah. It's a pretty neat card, it, though. Yeah, it was a pretty cool-looking card. So she's kind of, you know, freaked she, out. Yeah, I think she's, like, even, like, thanks. Yeah. Like, like, she's like, really? Yeah, that's weird. <clears throat> So it shows her going back to her morgue to work on her body. She gets over there. The body's still there covered up. And she gets her scalpel. She's getting ready to cut. And just as soon as she puts the scalpel to the stomach, it takes a deep breath. Mm-hmm. And she instantly freaks out, jumps back. She runs into another door, which behind her, she looks over at that door. And her actual cadaver bangs up against the door and knocks the door open. Yes. Falls on the ground. Which I thought was a really cool yes, shot. Yep. I thought that was a, I like that really because it didn't just hit the door and then knock it open open. Yep. It hit it and his face smashed up against it. So you seen his face in the window. Yeah, was and cool. then the door opened up. I so, loved it. So she looks down, realizes that her body was in the, the closet, turns around, looks back at the table, and that body's gone. Now point something out too, because remember I was like when she come back the guy's feet or something was covered, you said? Yeah, when she goes to leave, the first time when she heard the noise, the guy's feet was uncovered. When she comes back the other time, she had covered his face up. Mm-hmm. But she comes back to go back to him like, and, and cut on him again, his feet's covered up. Mm-hmm. So that's how I was like, yeah, something, yeah, something's different. <clears throat> so she does that. She looks back and the, the body's gone off the table. Um. So she goes... Out into the hallway. Yep. And she's walking up and down the hallway. She gets that scalpel knife, though. Yeah, she's got her scalpel. She's walking down the hallway, and then out of nowhere, she gets grabbed. Mm-hmm. Guy comes from, it uh, looks like some kind of curtain yeah. or something like that. Yep. Grabs her around the throat. Well, she hauls back. She's got her scalpel in hand. She stabs at him. Yeah. He obviously lets it go, and she takes off running, and then we get our first chase scene. Yes. So she's running through these halls, and he's doing a... <clears throat> A, a Jason Voorhees walk. Yes. Which I thought was kind of cool because... And I and I have to say on this part, love the music. Oh, yeah. It's good, yeah. intense music. Yeah, the music was good. And, I, and I'll say, you get a view of, of what he's dressed in. Mm-hmm. I like the outfit. And they did a shot that I always said if I ever did an actual horror movie, I would love to do. The camera is in front of her running down the hall. And you can still see behind her that he's him, chasing him, chasing her. I love that. Yeah. It looked really good. And his outfit is just a straight. It's like a black overcoat mm-hmm. with a black shirt, black pants, black boots, and he's got on black gloves. Yep. And then he's got a Cupid mask. <coughs> yep. I yep. like that. You don't know who the killer is, but you get to see the killer. Right. And they actually give him a distinctive costume. Yep. It looks really good. He's got it, and he's got this giant butcher knife. Yeah, I did. I did like that. Look like a Dexter knife. Yeah, yeah. So she's he's uh, chasing her. She's running around. When she finally goes into this room, closes the door, turns around, and it's a it's a, I guess a cooler, 
I couldn't really tell if it was a cooler or just a room full of cadavers. I'm going to say a cooler because... Because they had to keep the bodies cold. Yeah. Okay. This is already after they've been yeah. uh, embalmed. Yeah. So she goes into this room, turns around, and there's probably ten bodies maybe? I was going to say, yeah, five on each side probably. Yeah, probably five on each side. And they're in the black body bags. Yep. So now she's trying to figure out how she's going to hide. Mm-hmm. Well, then it pans over to the killer coming to the door. He walks inside, and he's looking. He sees all these body bags. His first thought is, she's in a body bag. Yep. So he goes. He goes to the first one, opens it up. Dead body, not mm-hmm. her. He goes to the next one, opens it up. Dead body, not her. Well, then the next one he goes to, he's done with opening the bag, and he just starts stabbing. Yes. So he goes, and he stabs one, nothing. Stabs another one, nothing. Stabs another, and he's just stabbing back and forth. Well, he finally gets the one. He stabs it, turns around, looks at the last bag. Yep. And he's like, all right. She's <laughs> in one. It's in this one. Yeah. So on this one, he actually opens it up. And as soon as he zips it down, she jumps out screaming, yelling. He holds her down, cuts her throat. Yep. And I thought it was, I thought it was kind of cool that he cut her throat and she got the card with her throat being cut. Yep. And I, I really like the symbolism of it. He cuts her throat and then puts her back in the body bag. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. And then when he walks away, it shows the blood draining from the tube. Yeah, right down into the little pain. I will say that was my favorite scene of the entire movie. Really? Yep. The entire really? movie, that was it. Not because it was just Catherine Heigl? No. <laughs> Loves it. I love the music, yeah. the stalking, uh, just everything about it. I thought it was cool. Right on. So now she's dead, <clears throat> and we get a shot as after he kills her, it pans up to Cupid's face, and blood starts dripping from his nose. Mm-hmm. So automatically there in the first 15 minutes, you get the indication that the kid from the beginning yep. was the killer. Yep. So you you already, while you don't know who the killer is, you know who the killer is. Mm-hmm. I mean, because who else is it going to be, right? Right. <clears throat> so now we go to two girls walking around. Um, it looks like a bar or some kind of club or something like that. And it's actually Paige and Kate. Mm-hmm. And Paige is talking to her about going into a speed date, and they're, yeah. they're going back and forth. But she's, you you can tell that Kate really doesn't want to do it, but Paige is really trying to push her into doing it because apparently her and her boyfriend have been having problems. Yeah, so she's uh, really talking her into doing a speed date. You get thirty seconds with each guy. Thirty seconds with each guy. If you don't like them, move on. Yep. So they get over there, and then it shows her and Kate and Paige sitting side by side, and they're you know they're. Doing the whole speed dating thing together. Yeah. <clears throat> they go, one gets done with them, and it's like these weird guys. You get this guy, this this really religious guy. <laughs> you get a, uh, I'm trying to remember the other guy. A football, uh, a football jock or nerd or guy, yeah. whatever you want to call him. Yeah. He's all about the 49ers. Then they had uh, some, uh, some black guy. He was like, my last girl broke up with me because she said I didn't uh, yeah. satisfy her sexually. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was a dyke. Yeah. yeah it kind of throws her <laughs> off. Then you get this uh, creepy, nerdy-looking guy. Never says a word. Never says a word. All he does is smile. Yep. And it's really, really weird. Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as he rotates out, another guy comes up. And he's a good, he's a you know a good looking guy, right? And he's like, I know exactly what you're thinking. And she's like, to, to Kate, he's like, she's like, what are you talking about? He was like, you're thinking you want to get out of here. She was like, yeah, you're pretty good. <laughs> well, then, as they start to kind of, you know, actually hit it off, like this is the first guy she's been interested in. Right. Paige wants to interrupt her because she, like, kind of likes him. Yeah. So then she starts talking to him. Well, then it pans to them walking out. And 
Kate's kind of giving her giving Paige crap about it because she interrupted. He was like, she was like, hey, you had your thirty seconds. Yeah, she's like, actually, I only had twenty four, and you took my last six. Something I did laugh at though is when she leans over, Paige leans over, start flirting with a guy. The nerd is sitting across from Paige, just smiling. Yeah, yeah, and he's just like, kind of like, I'm really, you're not talking to me. And that dude has some big teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it gets them outside. They're going back and forth. Well, Kate gets a phone call, and you're trying to figure out what it is. Well, she's actually gotten a phone call about Shelly from yep. the beginning. They found her dead. Yep. So now we pan and go to Shelly's funeral. Well, they're actually doing her funeral. And all the the main, uh, main character girls show up. Yeah. You got Dorothy. You have Kate. Paige and Lily. Now Dorothy, which one was that one? Dorothy is um, uh, the one from Grey's Anatomy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. her. And technically, Catherine Heigl is from Grey's Anatomy right. too. But you know, anyway, she's dead. <coughs> she, she, she don't matter. No she more. gone now. She gone. <clears throat> so they're all talking. Well, then we get introduced to Adam, who is Kate's boyfriend, ex boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um. They meet at, I guess they meet at his car. Yeah. And they start talking about it, about um, their relationship. And she looks down and she notices a newspaper. Mm-hmm. And it's something to him, you know, front page. Yeah. Well, she also knows a bottle of alcohol. Yep. And the story behind that is apparently he's got a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. And he, he gets a little bit violent when he gets drunk. Yeah. And apparently he's supposed to be sober. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's trying to convince her that he is sober. Yeah. He's obviously wanting to get back together with Kate. And she's right. trying to take it slower. <clears throat> well, they do a little awkward, I want to kiss you, I don't really want to kiss you moment. Yeah. As he's getting ready to leave. Gives her a kiss on the cheek, he gets in the car and takes off. It's a very nice car, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice blue color. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Uh, so then the four girls get together. They're talking. Well, then... We get introduced to the Detective Vaughn. He comes up. He's wanting to ask the girls some questions re- regarding Shelley and her death. And, you know, that would be kind of rude, though, for a detective to walk up during... In the middle of a funeral. Yeah. Or after I always thought that would be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's I mean, like, give him a day or so. I mean, I get you, you're trying to figure out something, but give him a day or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let them, you know, don't stop bombarding people at a funeral. Right. <clears throat> well, he's he's going through questions... You know, when's the last time you talked to her? And apparently they don't didn't really keep in touch with her. Right. They did say she was in med school, so she was kind of tied up in her in her schoolwork. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it would make sense if she was in med school to be focused and not really have a whole lot to do with them anymore. So now we get a we get panned over to a car driving into this really nice big mansion. And you know, I, <laughs> I like the mansion, but I hate that little driveway. The, the driveway. Little, yeah, where the guy where the little car is going up. I didn't even notice the driveway. Dude, for real? I really didn't. Like, it's just a I one. I was too busy looking at the house. No, it's like, oh, it's it's like it's a little mini bridge. And, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, man, I didn't like that. Man, no. that'd be cool to have. <sighs> you imagine having a moat around your house? But well, I mean, you know, but it needs to be bigger to where you can like the car wasn't that big. Okay. <laughs> what if she had a delivery truck, right? Right. And the bridge would collapse. Right, right. So Dorothy comes home. She walks in <laughs> and 
You don't exactly know who it is, but we find out it's her dad chasing his wife upstairs. And I've got to say, to me, this entire scene right here was a waste <clears throat> because it never comes back to play about the stepmom. The stepmom, yeah. That was, it, to it, me, yeah, it, was it was a like, one-time thing. Right. That's all you figure out about it. She, um, they run upstairs. She's walking in, and she finds a card. And uh, I didn't get to write it all down. It says, roses are red, violets are blue. They'll <sighs> identify. Oh, yeah, they'll need dental records to identify you. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, what? And it's got it's signed J M. That'd be trippy though. Yeah, that was that was really. Was this one signed J M? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah. I thought it said Jim at first. I'm yeah, like, who's Jim? Yeah, no, it's J M. Uh, well, it's Dexter. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but she finds that she's kind of you know she's a little flipped out by it. Well, she gets somebody come to the door. We get introduced to Campbell. Yep. And we don't have no idea who Campbell is. <clears throat> and. Uh, he tells her the story about his roommate kicked him out, didn't give him no notice. He got back, all this stuff was thrown outside, and now it's gone. Right. He's got nowhere to stay. Didn't really kind of tell her he needed somewhere to stay, but she kind of yeah, picked up on the cues. So she turns around, she calls for the maid, or the the help, or I don't know mm-hmm. what you want to call him. And she tells her, you know, set up a... The spare bedroom for him. Yeah, set up a guest room for him. And he's like, hey, I didn't, you know, I didn't come for you to tell me, you know, she's like, don't worry about it. Just get first, settled up. First thing the maid says is, did you ask your father? She's like, no, just do what I asked. I'm telling you. Yeah. To do it. And uh, he was like, that's not where I was. She's like, look, go upstairs, get comfortable, and I'll be up there in a little bit. Well, then he starts walking away, and the stepmom comes down. And you can clearly tell that her stepmom is probably not much older than her. Right. If she's much any older than her. Right. Well, they start going at it. And mm-hmm. it's clearly one of that stepmom, stepdaughter hate relationships. She calls her, <laughs> Dorothy calls her stepmom a mail order bride from hell. Yeah. And she grabs her by the arm and she's like, get your hands off of me. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 And then her dad comes down. She's like, what's going on? And, and she tells her that what she called her. Her dad's like, you're going to need to respect your stepmother. Yeah. And she was like, and she starts swearing at her, or the stepmom starts swearing at her in a different language. Yeah. And she was like, she called me a step, uh, stepmother from hell. And she was like, I don't even know what she called me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and he was like, you got to respect her. So yeah. they end up going upstairs. And she's just like, but, you know, I don't, but, what's going right. on? Waste of a time of a scene. Yeah. And there's nothing else in the movie that comes back to them too. Exactly. I don't think you ever see them in the movie again. No. So it's just like. What is that? Just showing that that's her home life. I guess how it is. I don't know. You really don't need that kind of backstory for that, right? But I digress. Well, now it pans into a bathroom, and we're getting a shower scene. What's a slasher movie without a shower scene? Baby, there were no boobies. Were no boobies. Right. I mean, there was boobies in the art studio. Those don't count. Yeah, they, they were, were on artistic. the TV. Yeah, they don't. Make, mm-hmm. Yeah, they ain't the same. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, pan into the bathroom. Somebody's in the shower. Um, you hear a noise, and it's Kate. Yeah, it's, it's Kate's apartment. She hears a noise. She turns the water off. She's trying to figure out what it is. Pulls a towel, puts a towel around her. She's going out trying to find it, and um, she's doing you know the hello, who's there, right? All that good stuff. But she goes to get back in the shower, and the water's not on. 
Yeah. So she, she, she's flipping out now. She goes to the sink. It's not that it's not on. It's just not working. Yeah, it's not working at all. <clears throat> so she goes to the kitchen sink. No water. She goes to the bathroom sink. No water. Right. So she gets on the phone and uh, Call, sounds like calls the maintenance water. man or oh, something like that. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Tells her that the water's not working. <coughs> um, Excuse me. She goes into the refrigerator. Tries to pull out a bottle of water to wash the stuff out of her hair. That would have been cold. Man, that would have sucked. Yeah. Um, so she can't, she can't get anything to get her water out. Right. She goes back into the bathroom, faucets in the bathroom, still aren't working. She turns around, she looks at the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and we, and me and you were both like, I mean, it is clean water. Right, it is. I mean, it's a toilet, but it's clean water. So she actually kneels down, dunks her head in the water and tries to, you know, get the stuff out of her. Well, her phone rings. Mm-hmm. She goes over, I don't even remember who was on the phone. Uh, it was the detective, wasn't it? Was it the detective? I can't remember. I think it was the detective. I didn't write that down. See, I'm terrible. No, you ain't. You need to go ahead and take. Nah, I go ahead. <laughs> phone rings. Somebody's on the phone. Yeah. Well, then she hears the elevator ding. Uh huh. So she goes outside. Mind you, she's still in her bath or her towel wrapped in her towel. Yeah. And the elevator's constantly dinging. Uh-huh. Like it's trying to open. Her door's open now. And her door's wide open. Yeah. So she's a little freaked out. Well, she goes down the hallway. She goes over to the elevator. And it's trying to close, but it can't because there's a Cupid mask that's getting stuck in the door. Yeah. That's constantly keeping it open and causing it to ding. Uh-huh. But she's standing there looking at it, and all of a sudden, the door opens up from behind her, and her neighbor freaks her out. Gary. And this guy was weird. Talking in rhymes all the time. Yeah. Kate, what do you call her? Kate? Uh, Kate, like, can we go on a date? I could be your mate, Kate. Yeah. And she was like, Gary, you're scary. Yeah, and then just walks <laughs> off. Yeah. And yeah, this guy was really, really freaky. And it, they give you, they're like, well, maybe he's the killer. Right. <clears throat> There's a lot of times in this movie where he they're He was like, probably one of them. Oh, my gosh. You never called him the killer. Oh, well, he wasn't then. Uh, yeah, that's time. right, because he died. Not, Never mind, because he died. Yeah, that's spoiler right. Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she goes back to her apartment. <clears throat> well, then we get a shot of Lily and Paige in their apartment, and they're watching these speed dating videos. Or yes. these date tapes. Yeah. <clears throat> and it, it's, there it's introduced to guys, and Paige is cooking, and all this kind of stuff. Well, <clears throat> they're talking, they get a knock at the door. Mm-hmm. And she goes over to find out who it was. Nobody's outside. Right. Well, she looks down, and there's a card and a box of chocolates. Oh, yeah. And they're like, well, who, is this? who could this be from? And they open the card up, and um, what did the card say? I don't. It, this one didn't have anything in it. It just had JM on the card. It had the card saying, yeah, but it didn't have anything wrote in it, like yeah, like nothing. Yeah, uh, nothing. Oh no, you are what you eat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you are what you eat. And I can't. Yeah, I, I don't remember this one either. No, nope, I don't. Something remember. about you are what you eat, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it J. was signed M. J M. Yeah. Well, then, Lily was like, "Paige, this has got to be for you," because I don't know anybody named J M. Yeah. And she was, she was like, well, what do you think? Why do you think it was me? Right. And she was like, well, you've obviously covered more of the alphabet than I have. <laughs> so yeah. basically, Paige is a hoe. Um, 
So she's like, it's not mine. It's all for you. So yeah. she's like, okay. So she opens a box of chocolates. She takes one of the chocolates out. She takes a bite. She's enjoying it. She realizes something funky about it. She looks down, and there's maggots all in the chocolate. Worst acting of the entire movie. It was terrible. I hated this whole scene. It was so stupid. Like, <clears throat> I, I don't know. They made... What's the, what's the chick's name? Which one? Paige's real name. Paige is uh, She's Denise Richards. She does a good job. Yeah. I ain't going to take it away from her. But the other... Lily. Lily. Her acting was terrible. The way when she was eating the maggots. She <laughs> spitting them out. Drinking the orange juice. Like, she didn't... I don't know. I didn't buy anything that she was trying to sell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It was, like, it, it was crazy. It was, it was bad. <clears throat> so, now we got the two girls sitting on their couches. And they're going back and forth. Right. Trying to figure out whose initials JM could be. Uh-huh. And they're thinking... And they're naming off weird names. And there's... And then... Paige says, "What was the guy that sent you the uh, the virus on your computer?" And it was it was a guy's name that started with a B and ended with a B. Yeah, so I, I don't remember what the guy's name was, but it was nothing. And then Paige was like, well, "Jeremy Milton." <coughs> yeah, <clears throat> and Jeremy Milton was the kid's name when they were in school. Yeah, they all and they kind of chuckled. Yeah, like yeah, really, Jeremy Milton. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Whatever happened to him?" And then Paige even says, "Man, we were so mean to him." Yeah. And then <clears throat> Lily was like, who cares? Yeah. Like, you kind of tell Paige had like, man, we were mean to that yeah. dude. We shouldn't have been. Yeah. And then Lily was like, ah, oh well. Yeah. <clears throat> so now. They both should have went. Mm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> I thought it died. So now we get, we're at an art studio gallery. Yep. This is a, an amazing studio, art studio. This is a stupid art <laughs> scene that drug out. And I was like, golly. I mean, we, I mean, this is the scene I almost fell asleep. We got a good kill out of it. Okay. Tell me it wasn't a good kill. It was all right. Her acting right. was terrible. It was, I mean, it was terrible. I ain't going to lie to you there, but it was a good kill. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so now we're at, they're at the art studio. Yep. We got Paige and Kate together. And they're sitting there talking, conversating. And then they look over and they see this good looking guy. That is actually Jason from the beginning. Yes. That keeps referring to himself. Yeah. This part was weird. It was weird, but I thought it was kind of cool how they did it. Oh, yeah, but... <clears throat> because they introduced this guy after he was the last person that seen Shelly. Yep. And now the cops couldn't find him. Well, now he pops up to this art studio. So now they're even giving you more indication like, hey, Jason is the killer. Well, and he smiled at first and they waved at him. And, and then, then Paige, Paige said, was like, come on over. And he just, then he like went total like. Got a big scowl on his face. Yeah, and he, he kind of walked away. And they're like, all right, you know, whatever. But why did he do that? Because he didn't meet them two, did he, at the beginning? Mm-mm. That's what I'm saying. They never explained that. Go ahead. No, never does explain it. <clears throat> well, now you got Max. Uh, you find out, you get introduced to Max, which is Lily's boyfriend, who's the actual artist. Mm-hmm. And they meet up with Paige and Kate. And they're talking about the art studio and how much, you know, asking them how they liked it and all this kind of stuff. And. There's like, yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's interesting. And then Max, oh, you hate it. Yeah, he can no? tell by Kate's face. Yeah, yeah. And um, so he's like, he gets called away. Somebody needs his help for doing uh-huh. something. So then you got the three girls there. Well, then we get um, uh, Dorothy and Campbell mm-hmm. show up. Yep. They in- she introduces Campbell to everybody because apparently that's her new boyfriend. Yeah. Because we come to find out they they've only known each other for like a month. Right. <clears throat> so they're sitting there talking. And then 
Then we and, get, but well, that remember Paige was flirting with him. Yeah. And then, Paige flirts with all the guys. Yeah, but it was funny because Paige was like, oh, watch this. And then, yeah. yeah. So now all the girls are getting together and they're starting to talk about everything that they've found. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about their cards and they're talking about the boxes of chocolate and how everything was just like really, really weird. And then all the girls are walking through the exhibit and the exhibit was just, it was, I don't know. I've seen like art exhibits like in the movies and stuff like yeah. that. And, you know, they, they always say artists are eccentric. And this is just a bunch of TVs playing weird stuff. Yeah, like I love me. Yeah, love, love me. me. Love that's, me. To, I mean, I'm sorry, that ain't art. I don't see how that's art. Not even abstract. Right. But they're walking through. And then you get a shot of Lily and Max in the middle of the exhibit. And they're making out going to town. Uh-huh. And they're just, they're going at it. And then out of nowhere, a girl pops up. Yeah. She's watching them. She starts unbuttoning her shirt. Well, when I seen her doing that, I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. Like, I was like, yep. What? Yeah, this is going to be a wild things moment here. Right. Well, then Lily notices the girl's watching. She freaks out. She's like, what's going on? And he was like, oh, that's so-and-so. Don't yeah. remember her name. And he was like, well, get her out of here. And he was like, well, I invited her. Yeah, he was wanting a threesome. Yeah, he was wanting he was wanting a little two action. And, she, you know, Lily was against the idea. And he was like, come on, we're not in high school or <laughs> yeah. middle school or something. Yeah. And he she was like, no, you're a douche. You know, you know, I, I, I'm realizing you're a douchebag. And he was like. You should have already known that. Yeah. Or something to that effect. Yeah, but you've known that. Yeah. Yeah. And so she storms off and he goes, does that mean you're not going to be my Valentine? <laughs> and, and now Lily's walking through the exhibit by herself trying to get out. Mm-hmm. And this is like a big maze. It's like twists and turns all over the place that you can't really get out of. Well, as she's walking through it trying to find a way out, the exhibit starts glitching. That and when she... The first turn she makes, all of a sudden a wall blocks her. Yeah. Behind her. She never saw it, but it does happen. Yeah. So all the TVs start glitching. Mm-hmm. The music starts going in and out. And we don't know, you know, we obviously we know what's going on and what's getting ready to happen. Right. So all that's going on, she gets in front of this giant TV that's got some guy just with his arms spread out. Turns around, she catches an arrow in the stomach. Yeah, and she was already crying before that happened because she was getting upset. She was freaking out. Yeah. So she turns around, she catches an arrow in the stomach, and we get a pan over to the killer. He's got his bow and arrow. This is a cool kill for me because it's like the Cupid thing. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was kind of cool. He shoots her in the gut with an arrow. She's looking up. She sees him. He gets another one that shows him knock it, draw it, aim it, shoot it. Mm-hmm. And I think she takes three arrows. Three total. Yeah. So he shoots her with the first one. She's kind of stunned. Shoots her with the next one. She starts stumbling back. She gets to this uh, the balcony cart, the rail. or this railing. Third one sends her over to the edge, down into a garbage can. Yeah, it was cool. Lily's dead. A dumpster. She's a dumpster. <clears throat> so now, it pans over to the bar. Uh, I'm assuming it's at the same place. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would I would assume because Lily or um, Kate was there. Yep. So I'm assuming <clears throat> that he was there too. So Kate and Adam are at the bar and they're talking about it. And it's... To me, it's just more of them than their relationship. And Adam wanting to get together and Kate not wanting to get back together. Right. And <clears throat> he tells her, I've been three uh, three weeks sober. Yeah. And she was like, he was like, clearly I want to get back together with you pretty much. And she was like, well, if you've waited this long, you can wait a little bit longer. Yeah. Like. Because he was talking about getting out, leaving the place and going back to their place, I guess. Or his right. or her place. <clears throat> So now, 
we get the police is at the house. Uh, Detective Vaughn mm-hmm. is at the house talking to the girls. Yeah. And still trying to figure out what all this stuff is. Um, <clears throat> we get the um, Detective Vaughn showing the girls these cards that was given to the parents of the killer, uh, the people that were killed. Yeah. And they were all signed by Jeremy Milton. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and it was written stuff in it like "Too bad, so sad." Yeah, is all that was written in it. Keep it school, cool, yeah. stay in school. Yeah, signed by Jeremy Milton. Yeah, and so they tell him who Jeremy Milton was. Though they don't tell him the whole story, they you know they know that he was mean to him, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, then the girls are outside and they're talking, and Dorothy finally admits to all the girls that she lied when she said he attacked her. Yeah. At the the dance because. Dorothy, we find out that Dorothy was the chubby girl in the school. Yep. At the very beginning of it, and um, that's how the, all the girls just now are finding out that Dorothy lied about it a long time ago. Right. So then it pans over to Kate on a computer, and she's searching for Jeremy Milton's name, and she's looking around. She can't find anything. Nothing's popping up, and then Adam pops up behind her. So now you're like, all right, he's, she's looking for Jeremy, and then Adam pops yep. up. What's going on here? Yep. All right, killer just showed up. We're done. Yep. In the movie. That was one of them. Yeah. <clears throat> so he's trying to figure out what they're doing. And she was like, nothing. She didn't really tell him at first. And he just kind of, you know, kind of pushes a little bit. Well, then it shows them walking down the street, and they're talking about Jeremy Milton. So obviously she's told him everything yeah. that's going on with Jeremy Milton. Right. And asking him, he's like... She was like, you think it's kind of far-fetched? And he was like, you know, not really. I mean, yeah, you know, love can be a weird thing or whatever. Um, so they're doing that whole thing. And it seems like at this point, they're starting to get a little bit closer. Yeah. Because don't they kiss right here? Yep. <clears throat> so they're sitting there and now they're finally starting to kiss like a couple. So it's like they're getting like every scene of these two, of, of Adam and Kate, get together they get that much closer to getting back together right so while the other interactions between them before are all just the same thing Mm -hmm. now we're finally getting to them being back as a couple right so all the ones before start making sense because it's just them getting closer right now we go to the police station all the girls are together again and the uh, cop says well this is everything that happened to Jeremy Milton since you guys were in school he went to reform school. His parents died in the house fire. And that's all we know. Well, then he takes them over to the computer and he's showing them uh, enhanced photos. And basically what it is is they take his photo as a kid uh-huh. and they age him. Which would they do that now? Yeah, they do that now. They're obviously a little bit better now than those photos were. Yeah. But they age him 13 years since it's been 13 years. They change his hair color multiple times, give him glasses, take them off, you know. Yep. He said the only thing, he was telling them, the only thing that it really doesn't change is, like, plastic surgery and stuff. Yeah. And um, so they're like, no, we have no idea. So what he starts doing is he starts going to each of the girls asking about their boyfriends. Uh-huh. And asking them how long they've known them. Well, they ask... Um, Kate about Adam and she's like I've known him forever he's from Seattle his mom and dad live here they're this you know all this kind of stuff he talks to um, Paige and he was like or he talks to Lily and she was like yeah I have a boyfriend and he's not it wasn't Lily it was uh Lily just died my Dorothy Dorothy yeah 
And she was like, yeah, I have a boyfriend. Paige says, short answer is no, I don't have a boyfriend. But Dorothy's like, yeah, I have a boyfriend we met a month ago. Right. His name's Howard. And she's like, and the cop's like, what's his last name? And she's like, you can't. She doesn't know his last name. <laughs> yeah. She makes the comment to Paige. That, and yeah, because she's like, because that's when they know he's moved in. Yeah. And they she's just like, find you thought this guy moved in you don't even know his last name? And she was like, you've, you've slept with guys you don't know their last names. Yeah. And then the cop asked her for for Campbell's last name. She's like, um, she has no idea what his last name is. Right. And uh, so then it pans over, walking into an apartment door, and you see an iron there. And we know from the scene before, it's Kate's apartment. Yeah. So it walks over to the iron, and you saw you see the black glove. Yep. Grab the iron, rip it out of the wall. So I was like, all right, the killer's at Kate's house. Kate's fixing to die. Walks into the through the living room, walks into the bedroom, and we get a shot of Kate's bedroom. She's not in there, but it's her neighbor, Scary Larry or Scary Gary. Yep. He's laying sitting on her bed, putting on her pantyhose. Yeah. And he looks up and sees Cupid, just standing there. Uh He's like, "Look, man." You don't understand. I've got problems. Look, yeah, I'm Cupid, not right. Yeah, I'm not right. Cupid goes to town with him on the iron. Yeah, not only does he burn his face, then he, then he wraps it around his hand and starts beating him with it. Yeah. So now, um, Kate's on her, it shows Kate pulling up to her apartment. Right. And she's walking up to the steps and Adam's outside ringing her doorbell. Mm-hmm. So then you were like, yep, he's a killer. Yep. <laughs> Clearly. Killer. I, t- I told her right there. Yeah, I told her right there. So they start talking back and forth, and they get even closer. Mm-hmm. They get a more passionate kiss. He gives her um, a Valentine's Day present. Yeah. I don't even remember what it was. What did he give her? Oh, Lord. Or did he give her anything? Yeah, he did. He gave her a note, didn't he? No, she gave him the note. I thought he gave her one and said, I owe you. Oh, no, he gave her a sucker. It oh, was a okay, sucker yeah, with a yeah, little yeah. card or something on the back of it. Yeah, that's he right. flipped it over. Yeah. And so she says, oh, I've got something for you, too. And she tells him tells him to turn around. She takes all the piece of paper, and she writes on it. And we don't know what she's writing. Well, she hands it to him, and it says, I-O-U-T-L-C. I yeah. So I-O-U tender love and care, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's what he, she was trying to say. And he was like, I love it. You know, whatever. So Kate goes back up to the apartment. She goes in. And we get a shot of the iron rolled up with a cord rolled up on it. Yeah. So you're like, all right, the killer cleaned up after himself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so she's in her apartment. She goes over the door. Door opens up. So we think, it's the killer. Right. It's Paige. Yeah. She found herself into the apartment. <clears throat> yeah. So I guess the killer got rid of the body. <clears throat> yeah. Doesn't really show anything else on that. Um, so they're together. They start talking. Well, they get a phone call, and it's Dorothy. Mm-hmm. And they start talking how... She start. They start start talking to each other about Campbell. Yeah. Paige makes a comment of because she feels bad because the police was uh, investigating him. Yeah. So she talks to them about how they interrogate him pretty much for two hours. Yeah. Kate makes a comment. Yeah. They, Paige. Uh, Kate makes a comment that they had talked to Adam too. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And Dorothy was like, "Well, did they just talk to him, or did they bring him down to the precinct for two hours? Because apparently they drilled how or Campbell pretty hard." Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, Dorothy made it sound like that Campbell was a little upset about it. Well, Paige was like, well, just make it up to him. And then Dorothy was like, well, what do you mean? And she was like, use your imagination. Use your imagination. 
She's like, yeah, thanks, Paige. And I hang up the phone. Well, the phone instantly starts ringing as soon as I hang the phone up. So they put it on speakerphone, and Paige is like, do you need instructions? <laughs> yeah. And it's Detective Vaughn. Now, she just told Kate about uh, tech Detective being a creep, or putting his hand on her yeah. thigh and stuff. Yeah. Which he did that in the, the precinct. I don't, right. I don't think we mentioned that. Uh-uh. Yeah, the, the cop hit on Paige. Which he'd been getting, giving her googly eyes the whole the whole time they meet anyway. Right. <clears throat> so, uh, well, now Detective Vaughn calls, starts talking to Kate, and basically he tells her that they'd been looking for the Jason, um, what was his name? Jason Mateo? Jason, yeah, some weird name. Yeah, Montague. It was, <coughs> excuse me, Jason Marquette. Was the guy from the beginning who kept referring to himself in the third person? He was the one that they were looking for because of Shelley. Right. Well, he he calls and tells them that Jason was picked up. Mm-hmm. Basically, just kind of giving them an FYI that Jason had finally gotten picked up, and they can kind of um, chill out a little bit. Right. So now we go back to Dorothy's house, and her and Campbell get together. And we get our first not sex scene, sex scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it was weird. Um, they go at it. They start talking. They start kissing. Well, then it shows them just pans up out of them in, in the bed. Mm-hmm. She don't look too happy, right? And he, and he's just kind of like, mm, "What's going on?" Right. Don't really know what happened. Uh-huh. You kind of get an idea. Of what might have happened. Well, she even says, don't hey, worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. She says, I'm going to get up and take a shower. Yeah. So she gets up. She goes to get in the shower. Well, he goes in as she's in the shower getting ready to come out. She opens the door and he's just standing there. And he was like, hey, it's my turn. Yeah. So you're like, oh, what is he ready for round two? Because she gave him a watch. Yeah. She gave him a watch before she got in the shower. Yeah. Or at the. Before they got in the Before sex. they got in the, the sexy time. It was a nice looking watch. Yeah, it was. So he pulls out a box, and he opens it up for it, and it's a necklace with a Cupid on it. Right. Which I was like, all right, Campbell's a killer. He's one of them. That's Cupid. Yep. He's one of your 18 killers. <clears throat> so she's all smitten with it, and you know they start kissing or whatever. Well, he says, I've got a meeting, and she's like, you're leaving now. Yeah, she's scared to death that he's going to just up and leave her. Yeah. And he was like, it's only going to be an hour just for some drinks. We'll go. And she was like, well, why don't you, you know, step in the shower with me? She's trying to get around too. And he's like, I want, kind of want to work out. And she's kind of like, I don't really know. Yeah, and he says, uh, I'll be back before the party. Yeah. She does not want to be at her own party without By herself, yeah. <clears throat> so he leaves. She's just kind of looking at it, and she looked kind of excited. Well, then we get a shot of him walking around a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. And he's on the phone. You can't really tell who he's talking to, but he's talking about funds transferred. Yeah. He's talking about moving money around and all this kind of stuff, so it's kind of kind of weird. He's given the bank number, or the checking number, he's given uh, his mom's middle name, or yeah. uh, maiden name, and then where he was born at. Yeah, he's, he's verifying all information that he can to get money transferred around. Yeah. Well, while he's down there, um, Dorothy comes over a little intercom. She's calling for him, so he goes and talks to her. She says the hot water's not working. Ask him if he can go check the pilot light. Well, he's he, mad, too. He gets frustrated, too. 
He's like, really? I'm just a help? Yeah. He's like, I guess I'm a servant or something like that. Well, he goes down to the basement, and as soon as you as soon as you get the shot of him walking into the basement, I thought, well, this is where Campbell dies. Right. Because it's just like that. You get that feeling, and the music kind of starts picking. Well, up. Well, it it gets to the part where when one killer is done with the other killer, they kill him off. Like you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like the Dark Knight. You know the opening of the Dark Knight when all the Jokers are. There like, ain't but one killer. No, there's multiple killers. There ain't but one nope. killer. Nope. Oh my gosh! All of them have nosebleeds. Yes. They're all Jeremy Milton's fans. That, that's how they all got together. Lord, Nosebleed are us. <laughs> Nosebleeders Anonymous. Yeah. Get out of my face. So Campbell is walking into the basement. He's going to go find the water heater and heat it up. Yeah. Got a lot to pilot. A lot to pilot. Well, he's. I like this shot. He's walking down the corridor. Yep. He gets down to the very end of it, and he's looking around for the light switch. He turns. He reaches over. Flips the light switch, it sparks, freaks them out. Yeah. The lights start flickering, and in the background down the hallway, you can see the silhouette of the killer. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And you you see the silhouette, you can't really see anything else, but you can still see the shine of the face mm-hmm. in the mask, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um. So he walks over, sees the water heater, gets the matches off top of it, kneels down, and this is the shot I was telling you about. They give you a predominant shot of an axe in a wood log yep. in a basement. Yeah. What's the, what, what is there a wood log I, in a basement for? Uh, yeah, I didn't understand it either. The axe, okay. You know, yeah. keeping the axe in a basement or something like that. But yeah. A, just a random wood log in a basement? Right. They had a wood stove down there, maybe? But who keeps, in a it, fancy house like that? Exactly. Who keeps a wood log and an axe in the basement? It's like, just in case we run out of heat. You know, in case there's a killer around that needs an axe to use. Yeah. We got one down here. Well, he kneels down. Lights his match, gets the water heater going. It pans back up from him leaning back up, mm-hmm. and then the axe is, is gone yep. out of the log. He gets it fixed, goes to get up, killer pops up, axe in the back. I really thought he was going to cut his head off when he was over. Uh, like knelt down? Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. It was like the blandest kill for me in the whole movie. Well, he, he got it in the back, and he was just like, Ugh! and then he falls dead. Yeah, that was it. No struggle. There was nothing more to it. Yeah, there wasn't nothing special about that kill. <clears throat> but then it wasn't... Yeah, there wasn't nothing special about that kill. Right. Well, now we shift over, and now it's time for the big party. So you get shots of the girls walking around talking. Adam shows up, so him and Kate start talking. You can hear what they're saying. Not a lot, not a lot specifics going on. Right. Because you got all the party in the background going on. Um, anytime Kate and Adam get together, I usually think they're talking about their relationship. Yeah. Because that's usually what it is. Well, Paige was talking to Kate. She walked off. And now Paige is looking across the room. And she sees the good-looking guy from the speed date. Yeah. That she interrupted Kate with. <clears throat> and she's like, hey, you showed up. So they get together. They dance a little bit start talking. Well, then he talks her into going upstairs and going to the bedroom. Yeah, he's like, I got a surprise for you. Yeah. So he's walking. They walk past. Was it Dorothy? Yeah. They walk past, and Dorothy's just like. Because Dorothy's depressed that. Uh, Campbell hadn't showed up. Right. Yeah, he said he was And it's already 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. He said he was going to be there before the party, and he's gone. Right. Little does she know he's there. She knew. He just did. She didn't know. She wasn't a killer. Mm-hmm. Anyway. 
<laughs> so speed gate speed date guy and Paige walk past her. They walk upstairs. They're in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is so stupid. <laughs> She was like, you got the surprise for me? Sets her down on the bed. He goes to unbuckle his pants. Pulls his pants down. He's just standing there. Yeah, she's just looking. And she was like, you brought me upstairs to show me your penis? And he was like, yeah. She's like, now what? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, what do you think? Wax it. And she was like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, she gets up. He's yeah. like, come on, babe, wax it. She gets up starts to walk away. He's like, Paige, come on. It's not, you know, that big a deal. She was like, all right. Yeah. So she she was like, take your shirt off. He takes his shirt off. She's like, don't forget your pants. Takes his pants off. She lays them down on the bed. She gets on top of them, starts kissing them. Well, she goes to reach back. She pulls out something out of a drawer. I thought she was about to pull a knife out. Good he was like, well, there's a, she's a killer. Yep. I thought she was about to cut that dude. She pulls these little, not they're not ropes. They're like scarves, I guess. Yeah. She pulls him out. She starts tying him up. And he's like, what's this? And she's like, you'll see. Yeah. She ties his arms to the bed. She's got him tied. She covers his eyes up so he's blindfolded. And she just kind of whispers to him. She's like, she still want me to wax it? He's like, oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> As she's saying it, we get a shot. They've got candles lit on the bed. Mm. Me and you both were like, oh, this isn't good. Yeah. yeah. She takes this candle. She pours wax all over this dude's junk. And it's so, it, like, he yells. She gets up, she leaves him tied up to the bed, and she walks out. With the door open. With the door wide open. So, is it Kate and Dorothy that walk downstairs? That are at the stairs? Yeah. When Ruthie shows up? Uh-huh. And it never I don't ever remember really saying or hearing it say who Ruthie was. Right. I'm just assuming it was Campbell's ex girlfriend. Yeah, it's like she came out of nowhere to me. Yeah. So sit they start going at it and they you know, Dorothy's like, What's she doing here? And she was like, I'm looking for Campbell. Well she sees the the necklace that Dorothy was wearing that Campbell gave her. The Cupid. The Cupid had the Cupid on it. She was like, That's mine, you know. She was like, Campbell stole that from me. That's my necklace and Right. She was like Dorothy, he loves me. Yeah, Dorothy said he loves me, and then Ruthie was like, "He loves your trust fund." Yeah. So now we're kind of getting an indication of what he might have been on the phone right. doing earlier, trying to get into somebody's money. So now Max shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, runs into Kate, and he was like, "She was like, what are you doing here?" And he was like, "Oh, I was looking for Lily," and she was like, "She's in L.A." And that's when that's when everybody finds out because Max says she's not in L.A. I called her agent. She's not there. Yeah. So now they're starting to realize that Lily never was in L.A. And um, we get a shot of Ruthie upstairs looking through Campbell's bag. And you look like she's just trying to find stuff and get stuff from him. Right. She comes across the watch that Dorothy gave him. She kind of smiles and she pockets it. She, she goes, puts it on her wrist. She puts it on her wrist? Yeah. Okay. So she puts it on. And then she leaves the room. She goes over to the door to open it up, waits for a moment. She walks out of it. Well, she ends up going down these stairs into this little, like, rec room, I guess. Had a pool table in it. That had a uh, plaid flannel wallpaper. It was awesome. I want that. It's so ugly. It was so ugly. You said it looked give you a cactus jack. <laughs> yeah, I just want to go bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang. Well, she walks over to the pool table. Walks past it and starts looking around on stuff. Well, the door opens up behind her. And it's the killer. Right. It's Cupid. And he's dr dragging a body out. 
dragging the uh, maid. Yeah. She turns around and she doesn't see what he's doing. She's like, oh, who are you supposed to be? Yeah. And she walks around the pool table and she sees the dead body. And then Cupid grabs a knife out and starts walking towards her. And she's just like, I was just fixing to leave. Yeah, I was just fixing to leave. And she hits him with something, doesn't she? Yeah, she gets the co- uh, pool cue. Yeah, she gets a pool hits him in the leg. or she, No, no she hits, hits him, him in the face. face. Yeah, pops him right in the face. Knocks him down on the stairs. Well, she takes off running. She's uh, She runs down this hallway. She locks the door. Killer comes up on the other side of the door trying to get in. Well, she walks over to Asana. And she gets inside. She opens the door, walks into the sauna, starts hiding underneath the benches. Right. Well, the killer does the classic, I'm going to look through the glass and make you think I don't see you. Yeah, he does it twice. Yeah. So he's looking through the glass and just kind of staring there for a minute. She's freaking out. You know, he's trying to keep quiet. Killer walks away. She kind of shimmies down like she's trying to get out. When she gets to the very end of the bench, looks over, and there's Campbell's body. Mm-hmm. He, he did. Yeah. I, I say you, he did. Yeah, but she never smelled him either. No, yeah. Yeah, in a sauna. Yeah. Come on now. So she, you know, covers her mouth up. She did good about not screaming, though. I thought yeah. she was going, that's how she's going to give it away. Yeah. She uh, she covers her mouth up, finally gets up, gets out. Well, she's in a, it looked like a big bathroom. Might have been just like a, a gym, mm-hmm. shower place or whatever. Yeah. Well, she's in there. There's a giant shower there. Killer comes up, throws her through the shower door. Missed her face all up. Jacked her face all up, threw her into the wall. Uh-huh. She lands on the ground, and you get a nice shot of the broken glass on the bottom of the shower door, and you're like, yep. Yep. That's, how, that's how this is going to happen. He picks her up, struggles for a second, jams her neck right on that glass shard. Yep. I thought that was a good kill. Yep. <clears throat> Wasn't unique in a sense. You know, seen it done before. Right. Uh, but I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. Um. So now we are back to the party. Kate and Dorothy are sitting there talking, and Kate is telling her that she just found out from Max that Lily's not in L.A. Yeah. Don't know what's going on. Well, then Kate gets a call from Detective Vaughn. Uh-huh. Uh, and Vaughn's telling her that they didn't have anything to hold Jason Marquette on. So they had to let him go. They had to let him go. And he was like, just be careful. He could be anywhere, even at the party. And she was like, well, we're at the party now, you know. And he was like, I'm on my way. Right. So, cop is on his way to, to the party. Well, Kate starts walking through the party. I I don't know if she's looking necessarily for Adam, but she makes her way over to the little bar area. Uh-huh. Catches Adam drinking. Yep. Guzzling down a big old beer. <laughs> yeah. She flips out. And he was like, hey, I was just looking for you. And she's like, you looking for me at the bottom of a bottle? I wasn't there. Yeah, I wasn't there. She gets pissed. She starts walking away. And um, after Paige left her little dude upstairs, uh-huh. she grabbed a bottle of wine and a glass, and she went downstairs. So now we get a shot of Paige getting ready to get into the hot tub. Yep. So she's downstairs. She's got her bikini on. She's got the water heated up. She gets into the water, takes a couple drinks of her, of her wine, and she's just kind of sitting there. Well, then we get a shot. And I, this was a really cool shot, I thought, because it's a, um, it's like, it's not like an icy mirror, mm-hmm. like an icy window or nothing, but it's like a broken up yeah. window. And all you get's a shot. You see the window, and then out of nowhere, the killer's face starts fading in. Right. And then I thought it was a really cool looking shot. Yep. <clears throat> so we get, she's just sitting there in the hot tub, 
And you hear the door open and close. She turns around and the door's just sitting there. Mm-hmm. So she's like, all right, what happened? So she does the whole, who's there? Hello? Right. You know, who's all that? Gets out of the hot tub. No, she doesn't get out yet. She turns around, looks at the door. Yeah, because the door shut. The door shut real quick, and she's trying to figure it out. Well, she turns back around, looking in the hot tub, and she looks over to where her bottle of wine was, and there's a single rose there. I didn't like that part. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah. She goes over to it, picks it up, and she's (laughs) the for me the dumbest line in the whole movie. She gets up out of the water. She's like, "Does somebody want to be my Valentine?" Yeah. I was like, "What? Really? Yeah. So stupid." Um. She gets up. She starts walking around this whole sauna place, or this whole hot tub little place, and they got plants and trees and all kinds of stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Well, she starts looking around. She starts walking into the trees, doesn't see anything. Right. She goes to back up and turn around. Bam! Runs into the killer. He grabs her, throws her into the hot tub. Yep. And closes the lid of the hot tub and locks it. Ah, uh, that tripped me out. Yeah, that was. At first, I thought, okay, she's fixing to drown. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen the movie. Well, there was maybe two or three inches where there wasn't filled up with water, so she was still able to breathe. And out of nowhere, somehow, this killer in a hot tub room Uh managed to find this drill with a freaking 12-inch drill bit on it. Right. With a cord long enough for him to circle around the hot tub. He had it all planned out. Perfectly planned out. And She had it all planned out, but that way. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, as Paige is in here freaking out because she can't barely breathe, the killer starts drilling holes in it. And he's drilling these holes. And then Paige will go over to where the hole is and try to get it catch a breath. Well, then he'll go back and try to stab her with it. Yep. Well, he eventually ends up stabbing her with the, uh, getting her with the drill in the shoulder. Yep. And then blood starts going everywhere. It fills up the water. Gets a nice pinkish reddish. Uh-huh. Nice little valentine color. Yep. Well, then he realizes he's got the color that he wanted. He opens up the lid, throws the drill in there, electrifies Paige. Yep. She did. She did, man. And it it was a really cool shot as they panned out. Yeah. She's electrified. She's just laying there looking up, and the water's that nice red valentine color. Right. And she's she's just dead. So when he throws the drill into the water, it short circuits everything, and the power goes out. Yep. So now... Everybody's leaving the party. Everybody's leaving the party. It was just like everybody's like, well, power's out, time to go home. Yeah. No, 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 nothing else. So now Dorothy and Kate are talking, and Kate basically, or Dorothy is basically accusing Adam of being the killer because they they accused Campbell, and he got so much flack off of it. Well, now Dorothy's, you know, venting pretty much to, to Kate. Right. That Adam is the killer. Yeah. They go at it for a little bit, and then Kate ends up finally trying to call the detective. Right. So she's outside. She's making her phone call. That's when she... Ain't that when uh, Dorothy snaps on uh, Kate? Because she's like... uh, She starts talking about how I was nothing but the fat girl. Yeah, she's like, that's the way y'all wanted to keep it. You were the popular one. You were the popular one. Paige was the sexy one. Lily was the... Uh, What did she say Lily was? I don't remember what... The creative one? Yeah, and I think she said... Uh, and Shelly was the smart one. No, she said Shelly was the uh, outgoing or something like that. I don't remember. Something like that. And she's basically going off because they always... She always just seen herself as the fat girl. Yeah. 
she storms off. Kate's trying to talk to her. She doesn't want no part of it. So Kate walks out. And she wants to get a hold of the detective again because mm-hmm. he said he was on his way. She's outside. She's on the phone trying to call him, and she hears the phone ringing. Right. As she's trying to call him, so she starts walking around. She's getting closer and closer to it. Well, she walks over to this little pond, and the phone's ringing. She picks the phone up, and she gets the voicemail, the cop's voicemail. Yeah. Well, then she looks in the water. And she sees the I-O-U-T-L-C note that yeah. she wrote to Adam. Yep. And then out of nowhere, the cop's head pops up out of the water. Uh-huh. That was a good little jump scare. Um, so she goes into the house, not sure who she was looking for. Right. But she's walking through the house, and then Adam pops up out of nowhere. Yep. And he's he's gone from being the lovable guy to a like a weird... Odd, aggressive. Yeah. Which you kind of get an idea from the drinking. This is what she was afraid of the whole time. Yeah, because when he, he walks up to her, he's like, dance with me, please. Yeah. And she kind of looks at him. He's like, please don't make me beg. And uh, she starts dancing with him. And that's when <clears throat> she's like, I was really scared. He's like, of what? She goes, that you were going to hurt me. Yeah. And he's like, I wasn't going to hurt you. I love you. He's like, baby, I would never hurt you. Right. And then she says something like a, uh, uh, I, oh, I can't remember what she says, like, something like, uh, I believe you, but I would hurt you. Yeah, and then knees him in the crotch. Yeah, she does. He hits him hard, too. Stuns him. She takes off running. She's basically just running through the whole house trying to get away from him. Yeah. She, uh, she runs upstairs. He ends up finding her, or she ends up finding Paige's body downstairs. Yeah. Where she's in the hot tub. She finds Paige's body. Starts freaking out. She takes off running. She runs through the, the bathroom, finds Ruth's body. Then um, she finds the bottle of wine. <laughs> then she finds a bottle of wine in the uh, little cellar. He jumps out at her. He jumps out, cracks the dude upside the head, yeah. which we'll come back to talk about here in a minute. Right. Um, so she walks out. She leaves the rec room. She uh, she goes in. She finds a gun cabinet. She breaks the case on the gun cabinet. She grabs the gun out. You could tell this girl ain't ever picked up a gun in her life. Right. She can't figure the the the. She dropped the clip out. She dropped she the clip it. out. She tried to put the clip in. She put it in backwards, and she's just holding this gun. Well, she's walking, and she starts walking upstairs. As she gets to the top of the stairs, boom! The killer jumps out, and jumps on her. They both tumble down the stairs and fall out. Uh-huh. She drops the gun on the way down over the banister. Yeah. So now they're both laying at the bottom of the stairs. The killer, or she stands up, the killer raises up, does his best Undertaker impression. Uh-huh. And then out of nowhere, gets shot 50, 11 times. Yep. <clears throat> By? By Adam. Yep. Adam found a gun, picked it up, saved the day. So he goes over, makes sure that Kate's okay. Uh-huh. Walks over to the body, pulls the mask off, and it is Dorothy. Yep. Dorothy was the killer the whole time. Like the second or third killer, yep. <laughs> So, so he's holding Kate. They're in the. He's the savior moment. Even though he was drinking, he saved the day. She's happy about it. Yeah, because she's even like. And then she starts saying, "I don't understand why Dorothy would do this. She seems so happy." Yeah. And all this stuff. So now it shows him on the phone with the police, telling them, "Hey, this is where it's at. Uh-huh. This is the house. Get here as soon as you can." So they start holding each other. And they're just talking about how, I don't know, how they can't really believe it. Yeah. It, it's, it doesn't make sense. 
And he was like, it's just strange things happen. Some people don't like being alone. Some people don't like being alone. Yep. And it, it kind of makes it seem like since Campbell ditched her and she got dumped again, she just finally broke. Yeah. Well, as they're sitting there holding each other, she's just kind of pressed up against his chest. It shoots down and we get a shot of her hand. And then it gets a drop of blood on it. And then another drop and then another drop. Yep. And then it pans up and it gets on her cheek, doesn't it? I think so. I think it like drops a little bit on her cheek. But then it pans all the way up to Adam's face. And he's just got blood streaming out of his nose. So does that mean he was the boy from the beginning? He was the boy from the he beginning. He was Jeremy? He was Jeremy. Okay. And he was the killer. One of. He set up Dorothy. No, we did not. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the end of Valentine. 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 So now. Nope, I'm going last. Oh, no. Yep. What? I'm going last. What? So you're still not going to tell me what you think about it before the pulling scale? <laughs> nope. So we're just going to go straight into the go pulling scale. Pulling scale. Pulling scale. <laughs> going straight into it. So I'm going first? Yep. All right, I guess. Because <laughs> so you've seen it. I, I, and I have. I have seen this movie once before that I can remember. Yep. It's been a long time. This movie came out in 2001. It may have been... 2002, 2003 when well, I Well, you can it. tell with the music, too. The yeah. Disturbed, Marilyn Manson, yeah. all that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a it's been 20 years since I've seen this movie. Um, So, with it being that long, I really wasn't sure what to... I knew who the killer was. Oh, you did? I, I didn't know who the killer was. I, I could remember that. Be, it just because it was Angel, you know. Right. Um, and the girlfriend. She wasn't the killer. Um, I remember that he... he I couldn't remember who it was that was under the mask. Yeah. Uh, up until the end of it, I was like, now it's Dorothy. But like before he ever pulled it off, it's Dorothy. Right. Um, I did remember that. It wasn't as good as I, I remember that it, it might have been. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the music I love because it's music from my high school years. Right, right. It's, you know, Disturbed, Marilyn Manson, and all that kind of, you know, it's that yeah. music that I remember listening to. So I love the music. I like the parts that were getting intense and they had the intense music flare up. I love some of the shots with the killer. Uh-huh. Like in the hallway. Yep. When it did the silhouette, but you could see the face shine. When his face started fading into the window and then just kind of, just very nonchalantly. Um, I love that. Uh, the acting in it wasn't a big fan of. Some of the acting was just horrible and terrible. Um, some of the scenes in the movie to me didn't make sense. I don't know why they brought in the dad and the stepmom. Right. Because it they never showed him again. Right. I feel like they wanted to fill in an extra ten or fifteen minutes, so they just put Kate and Adam together. Right. Just to just to fill in some time. I feel like the movie would have been just fine about an hour and fifteen minutes. Yep. Instead of an hour and 35, 36, however long it was. Um, yeah, there were a lot of scenes where I just felt like they, they just threw stuff in there to make it longer. Mm-hmm. Which, not cool. Um, I'm kind of like you. The first the first opening scene was probably my favorite. Yeah. With Katherine Heigl. Because it was, it set the tone for the movie. But then I don't feel like the rest of the movie followed through. Right. You know what I mean? Um. So with all that being said, I'm actually going to give it a thumbs down. Okay. I'm not going to recommend it. I don't think it's one of those you know, Valentine horror movies. Right. That, you know, wouldn't add it to my collection. Um, yeah, I just, 
I, I don't necessarily recommend you watch it. And okay. I'm going to give it a D. That is freaking hilarious because you almost said every single thing I was going to say. Really? All right. So now your thumbs down, D. Yep. Okay. The first act of the film was awesome. Yeah. The second act slowed down. And the third act picked up a little bit. Mm -hmm. That first kill scene was great. It really caught my attention. I was thinking, holy crap, this is going to be a good slasher film. And then it disappointed. In my opinion. Did not like the acting. Um, The girl, what was her name? The one that ate the maggots? Uh, Lily. Her acting was horrible in this movie. Did not like her acting at all. But she had like my second favorite death with the Cupid arrows. Right. You know. Uh, the second, the main girl, the one that played Judy on screen. Kate. Didn't care for her acting through yeah. a lot of it. She, the, the, what finally drew my line was when uh, the guy walked off. Oh, the guy walked off and she was like, hey, no, stay. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh. Yep. I did like the music as far as like the music that mean you grew up on Disturbed, Mance yeah. and all that. Yep. But as far as the score for the film, I liked that at the beginning. Yep. It kind of got a little I don't know, I would say a little lackluster at the toward the end. The kill scenes, I I like the kill scenes. But man, it just seemed like this movie was so freaking unnecessarily long. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know how long the film was. It's an hour and 36 minutes. It should have been an should hour and 10 an hour, or hour and 15. Yeah, it could have easily been an hour and 15 and got just as much out of the, it. It was just, they kept dragging it out and dragging it out. And honestly, had it been an hour and 15, I might have given it a thumbs in the middle and a C plus. Okay, even the bath or the hot tub scene. Yep. When she gets out, it took forever. And I think that was the slasher sexy shot. Right. Because it was Denise Richards, you know, she was America's hottie. You're right. And it was her in a bikini. And I thought she was one of the best actresses. Yeah. Okay, well then, and the finale when uh, Kate's got the gun. Too freaking long to drag it out. Yep. I hate that. Um, I don't know if this is a fan favorite. I really don't. I don't know if it's considered one of the best horror movies. I don't know. I know, uh, I think Rotten Tomatoes didn't give it a good score. IMDb scored it 4.9. To me, it was just... I don't know what Rotten Tomatoes scored it. I don't either. Uh, Let's find out. Okay. Uh, Metascore only gave it an 18. Doesn't show Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. I just, really, honestly, man... I didn't know what to expect going into it, but yeah. like I said, that first kill scene really set it off for me, and I was like, right. this is going to be cool. I was very disappointed in the film. Um, my opinion, you keep saying there wasn't more than one killer. No. That chick was a killer. <laughs> she jumped at Kate, went down them steps, and set up like the Undertaker. Did she jump up at Kate, or was she pushed on top now, of Now, hold Kate? up. Then why would she set up like that and not take the mask off and be like, Kate, hey, or anything like that? No. The only thing I will I will say about it, when he took the mask off of her when she was on the ground, she had a black eye. 
Mm-hmm. Kate never hit her before they hit the stairs. So my thinking is she may have been the killer. She had she the got bo- hit in the face with a pool stick. Exactly. Same side. Yeah. So, I mean, it might have been. And why would she not kill that chick? That was the one that just got an argument before. True. I mean. I'm telling you, he took her out. We'll never know. I'll tell you facts. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Uh, I, 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 I was the thing we didn't mention. After he saved the day, mm-hmm. he got hit in the face with a bottle. Then yeah. he saved the day, not a mark on his face. Not a mark. Yeah, not a bruise, a cut, or nothing. He I got mean, hit in the face with a bottle. I mean, Angel's a bad dude, but well, you can't get hit in the face with a wine bottle and but I, scratched up. I was. I was disappointed in it. I thought the acting sucked, honestly, just being straight up. Uh, like I said, it did not live up to that first kill scene. What? I really thought that's how it was going to be the rest of the time. It did have some unique kill scenes in it. Mm-hmm. But not enough for me to add this to my collection. Not enough for me to buy this movie and watch it again. So I'm giving it uh, a thumbs down and I will also score to D. You're a copycat. I'm dead serious. (laughs) I am not exaggerating. Everything you pointed out, I was sitting there thinking, dang it, I should have went first. Because I really thought you were going to like give it a thumbs in the middle, thumbs up. That was your fault. I tried to get you to go first. But yeah, that's, that's my score, man. I just... I don't know. I, it just did not live up to what I was expecting. I, I'll agree with you. Like I said, this is a movie that I haven't seen in 20 years probably. And I couldn't. I, I could remember very little about it. I didn't realize the actors that were in it, like, that they would be actors that I would still know today. Right. You know, Denise Richards I knew. Um, guy that played Adam, I don't remember his name. I call him Angel all the time. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't realize Judy from Scream was in it. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize the chick from Grey's Anatomy was in it. I, I completely forgot that Catherine Heigl was in it, but she was only in it for like 10, 15 minutes. And like I said, and that's what I'm saying, like going back to that first kill scene, when he started stabbing in bodies, mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, this dude ain't playing. And it gave you a Jason Voorhees feel. Yeah, it was like, this dude's yeah. smart. He's not playing around. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I, I will say, I think it was unique. Being valent based around Valentine's Day and how he gave them the premonitions with the cards, like the Valentine's Day. Cards. Yes, I will say that that was really unique. That was cool. Yeah, but after watching this film, leave the Valentine's Day alone and just stick with my bloody Valentine. Oh yeah, for sure. That, re- that that's been the the that has oh, been yeah. the, out of every single movie we have reviewed over these last three seasons. That's the one that shocked me enough to where yeah. I was like, dude, this is an awesome yeah. movie. My Valent- my Bloody Valentine was a great movie. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So, Better than Black Christmas. Yes. <laughs> so, with that being said, uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Next uh, time we're w- with you guys, we will be reviewing Bride of Chucky. Yep. Make sure you guys catch us anywhere you can get your podcast. Yes. Get us on, you know, Breaker, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast. We are, like I said, on iTunes now. Yep. Anchor. Big, 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 big deal. Catch us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Johnny's got the handles. Yep. Uh, Facebook is Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. Uh, Twitter, the handle is at small, t- at small T Horror Pod. And then, of course, Instagram is. Uh, at Small Town Horror Podcast. 
uh, that being said, hey, let's see if we can get a uh, a trend going on Instagram of uh, hashtag stay scared and stay spooky. Stay scared and stay spooky. That'd I like be, it. I think it'll fit. That yes, that'd be awesome. We gave we even gave you guys some new emojis to look at, right? But Johnny did anyway. And I'm super excited about this weekend because uh, we're taking a, a trip. We are just to kind of get away from the world right now. We're gonna try to get away, and we're going up to a cabin, and we're gonna knock out our. Uh, We'll try to knock yeah, out. Yeah, we're going to try. We'll see what happens with our wives. Yeah, we're going to try to knock out a, a few uh, reviews. Yeah. But uh, with that being said, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And do you have anything else you'd like to share? I don't think so. All I'm, right. I'm kind of ready to watch Bride of Chucky because I ain't seen it in a while. Right. Yeah, it's been a while for me too. But anyway, with that being said, we just want to tell everybody to always stay scared. Stay spooky. <laughs>